This is the Truth and Power Podcast with Ryan Edberg. I've been going through uh, faith quite a bit lately, and I was looking at faith and then also looking at fear a little bit and noticed that they're very much similar, but yet opposite in the way that you can take almost any scripture and where it says faith, you can put fear in there and do the opposite and the scripture really works Um, because I believe that there's just a big movement of fear that's going on in the world right now, anxiety, all this stuff. When we go out and do we do youth conferences and we do different events, we start to talk to people. It's easy to tell that people are living in fear and that's really not what God has for us. Um, I was reading in uh, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 and I seen that it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And it's easy to see that that it's not just fear that we uh, are dealing with. We think that it's a feeling, but fear isn't a feeling. It says right here that it's a spirit. And if we think that it's just a feeling um, and the spirit will just come in and, and try to overtake everything, but God's not given that to us at all. He's given us power, love, and of a sound mind. And so when we get into fear, we need to realize that there's a spirit that's trying to attack us because you can't have faith and fear in the same uh, situation. If you're believing for something, but you're also in fear, you're really saying, I don't believe God is going to come through in this situation because you're fearful of it. If you knew that you knew that you knew, like if God spoke in an audible voice and said, I've got you, um, you probably wouldn't fear at all. You would say, okay, I don't know how. I don't know when, but God spoke to me and he said he's got me. The same thing is with his word. When he says he's got you, he's got you. And yet we live in a constant state of fear sometimes when we're called to live in a constant state of faith. And so we need to realize that it is a spirit of fear. But if you look at a lot of the scriptures that we usually go through for faith, um, it like Hebrews 11, 1, it says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We see that faith is a substance, and a substance is a, an actual matter or material. And so if you read that again, that faith is an actual substance, it's a matter or a material of the things that you hope for. Faith is also the evidence of the things not seen. So your faith is actually proving of the things that you can't see because it's coming. How do you know that? Because your faith is the evidence of that. So faith is actually building behind the scenes. But if you take that and you create it uh, or you just switch out that word and uh, you you use it as now fear is a substance of things hoped for, uh, the evidence of things not seen. So it's fear it can actually create as well. If you remember back in the story of Job, um, when Job was going through all these trials, and a lot of people like to say, well, I'm going through a Job trial, but they really don't even know what that means. If they read the very first part of the story, um, you hear that Job, he would always go and make sacrifices for his children. And he said, in case they have sinned <laughs> last night. But if you look at uh, Job 3, uh, 25, it says, For the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. His fear has caused all this to happen. Job was in fear from the very beginning um, that this stuff would happen to him. Um, 
we look in uh, Romans 4, uh, 20 and 21, and it says, but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he had grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he promised. So faith in that believing, that unwavering is the part where we look at it and we see that is when you're fully convinced. So you know that you know that you know that God is going to come through. That's faith. I don't care what I see. I don't care what's happening to me. I know that God is coming through. And that is faith. That's when you're fully convinced. But fear, when we get in this spot of fear, um, it, you can be fully convinced and you almost dread stuff. I have a uh, a daughter that can work herself up um, almost on a daily basis of I I just don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. I'm afraid I'm going to get sick because she had a bad experience throwing up. So she will get herself so worked up on not wanting to get sick that she'll give herself um, headaches and upset stomach just from uh, thinking about getting sick so much. And your body can actually create that stuff. Even the world knows this. They talk about, you know, having positivity classes. You think happy thoughts, you know, all this kind of stuff of, you know, just thinking on and meditating on the positive things in life. Um, there's so much that, that talks about um, in the word. If you go over to Second uh, Corinthians 10, 1 through 6, it talks about, uh, Paul says, And now I, Paul myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in the presence am lowly among you, but being absent among you, are absent and bold towards you. But I beg you that when I am present, that I may not be bold with you, with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think as us, as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high place that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, not just bad thoughts, it says bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience uh, when your obedience is fulfilled. It is talking about now meditating. You're taking every thought captivate. We know that uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So if you use that in the same way, so fear comes by hearing and hearing anything that contradicts the word of God. There's a lot of things that will contradict the word of God out there, but we need to understand that it's a spirit of fear that's trying to attach itself. So we take those thoughts captive. And um, I heard uh Several well-known speakers say, you know, you can't stop a, a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop it from make, making a nest on your head. And that really is saying, you know, there's going to be thoughts that try to attach themselves to you. There's going to be scary situations. There's going to be fearful moments in life. The devil's going to, he knows where to fight you in your mind. And so some things that you deal with that somebody else might deal with, he's going to bring that thought to you and he's going to let you meditate on it. And that's why we bring every thought captive. Um, in Proverbs, it talks about, uh, for as a man thinks, so he is. Um, you, what are you meditating on? You know, Romans 
uh, 12 and 2. It talks about don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, one of the greatest things in life or the hardest times for me, but the greatest realization for me was I went through a season where I had fear and anxiety. And it's so real today in people. And it was when a situation would happen to me, I, I did booking for a while and had different tours and bands going out there. And for me, I would fear that something was going to fall through and a tour would fall through or a band would drop off and I would get um, just anxiety over that. I didn't want to get out of bed. Like I didn't know if the phone was going to ring. It's going to be a good conversation or a bad conversation. And I realized that for me, I was fearful of what hadn't happened yet. The same thing that faith is the evidence of things unseen. This fear was a belief in something that hadn't happened yet. And so I realized that that faith and fear are so close. It's just what you uh, fix your mind on. And so for me, I had to renew my mind because if something fell apart, I was good at fixing it. I was good at um, putting the pieces back together. That was easy. But sometimes the unknown for us is scarier. And I know that uh, there's a lot of people that struggle with fear and anxiety. And we need to take every thought captive. And I know there's real things out there. There's medical reasons. I'm not telling you to just uh, drop off whatever the doctor has said, whatever. But I know that our God is the healer. And I know that he can restore. And I know that the, there's a, a spirit of fear that tries to attack people. So sometimes we're medicating when it really is a spirit, a spirit that's attaching itself. And the medication that we need is the word. Now, there's real medication out there that can help with that. Sometimes there's chemical imbalance. I'm not downplaying any of that. So hear me. Um, but there is a spirit of fear that will try to um, attach itself to people. Um, in, uh, Philippians 4, 8, it says, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good report. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them to implant them in your heart is what it's really saying. So you take every thought captive. You take these, even these good thoughts and you center your mind, you center your heart. And I've talked to people when you're in the spot of darkness and depression, the only thing that I could do to get myself out of it, honestly, was to celebrate the little wins in life. Um, because sometimes you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, life is dark and you can't see that light at the end of the tunnel. And so for me, I had to celebrate. Thank you, God. I woke up this morning. Thank you that there's food on the table. Thank you for a wonderful wife and children. Thank you for a house. Thank you for, and you start to thank God and you realize how good you really have it. You thank God in the little things and some of the other stuff just kind of goes away. That, not that they don't exist, not to downplay them, but when you center your mind and your thoughts on the positive things in life, because we all know that when we get into fear and we, we realize, hey, this bill is due or that bill is due or this loved one is sick or I'm sick or whatever, and we start to meditate on it, it can really do a downward spiral fast. And so I want to read uh, Numbers 13, 31 through 33 to you, and it says, 
But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land uh, through which we have gone as spies is the land that devours its inhabitants. And the people who saw them uh, saw in it are men of great stature. Uh, there we saw giants. The descendants of Enoch came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. And what this is talking about, this is Moses. When God told Moses to go in and, and take the promised land, um, sometimes we hear um, God tell us to do something or has promised us something, but then this fear can come in. So what Moses did is he heard the voice of God and he wanted to get a second opinion from man. And so he sent in spies and said, bring me back a report. He didn't just go with God's report. He said, I'm going to send in these 12 and I want um, their report. And what did they say? They came back in fear. We're just grasshoppers in their sight is what they said. And they meditated on that fear. They saw what God had did all through the desert. They saw the, the plagues that they put on the Egyptians, everything, the miracles that had happened, the parting of the sea, the manna, the quail, everything that had happened. They seen miracle after miracle. And yet they're standing there and they see giants and they say, we're, we can't do it. Even though God had told us we can't do this because we're nothing but grasshoppers. And so sometimes we'll, we'll get in fear. We'll see that we're grasshoppers or we're just small in the face of the sea situation. And God wants us to be in faith. He says, um, the just live by faith. Everything in with God and Christianity is faith that we stand in faith. We believe for things. Um, we confess with our mouth. We believe in our heart. Um, this is how Christianity works. And yet if the devil can put fear and anxiety on you, it will crush your faith when really God wants the word to come in and flood out any of that fear and anxiety so that your faith becomes more real than any fear that you will ever experience. So I wanted to encourage you guys today to stay in faith. There's so much more that we could go on with this this message, but I just wanted you guys to just meditate on this this little bit right here to stay in faith. To keep up with everything Ryan has going on, go to kingdomyouthconference.com or follow him at facebook.com/ryanedbergmusic.